insanely fucked up. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles. Episode 100. <laughs> Only took me four years. <laughs> yeah, 100 podcast episode. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a slacker when it comes to doing this stuff sometimes, you know? But here we are. <clears throat> what to talk about today? Oh, God, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to a lot of news. I try not to click on any articles because it's just, you know, we all know it's been depressing and ridiculous for years. And see, that's the beauty of the Internet, but also the curse of it, too. Since we've only had a good... You know, 20 years to really let the internet do its thing. We're all adjusting to it since it's something we've all never experienced before. We all don't know how to react. And the last decade has been the real test, I think. To the point where, okay, social media came into play, right? And uh, now we, uh, we all enhanced our egos. We got ourselves a little pat on the back for everything we've ever done. We, you know, uploaded our breakfast. We let everybody know we were eating eggs. Um, people laughed, people thought it was ridiculous, uh, we let people know that we had people die in our lives, and then we got sympathy, and, uh, or we got a new pet, here's a picture of my cat, <laughs> you know, we've gone through all that together, right, I think we all did that together, it's not just like, oh, this was a round, and then now a new, gen-. no, no, we, uh, you know, I grew into the technology age, so we all learned together. And then kids today are born with it, so it's like normal. You know, they got iPads in their face at two years old, and which isn't good, I don't think. I mean, I know. I'm, I'm going to go as far as to say I know it's not good. But, you know, you do what you want. You want to not be a parent, you know, just to get distracted to your kids so you can go have a cocktail and get blown in the corner. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> A little under the weather again because of chemtrails. Not even under the weather. Just like every time this year, this happened in the last couple of years, and I'm not alone. It seems to be most people either feel fatigue or have like this weird, phlegmy, throaty thing. Oh, it's just a virus, Matt. What are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. That's 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 the nice, easy way to put it. To just cover it up as uh, being nonsense. Whatever. So pros and cons of the internet. See. We live in a time now where nobody believes anything they hear, or they believe everything they hear, right? Received opinions. And this is something that's not new, right? You remember as a kid, you would hear like stuff, like you, you just heard something and you thought it was real, or it was truth, and you didn't even question it. Like, you know, if you say Bloody Mary five times in a mirror, she'll appear. What? And you get all intrigued, and then you do it, and nothing happens, you know? You know, if you pick a penny up on the wrong side, you know, all this superstition. <clears throat> some of it's superstitious nonsense, but some of it's like received opinion stuff. Like, did you know that Nikola Tesla fucked a pigeon? Uh, he did? Yeah, totally, dude. It's so true. And then if you have somebody who's convinced and is very confident when they relay this information, you believe it. And that's not true. Nikola Tesla didn't fuck a pigeon. You need to look into that, guys. But a lot of people think he did. And this is why... You know, information, you know, they say knowledge is power, and this is so true, because if you have the control over information, you literally have control over what people perceive as truth, you know? 
Now, the internet kind of opened the floodgates to that because it's a combination of the truth mixed with a lot of nonsense. But it's better, I think, now than a long time ago when we only had so many sources of information, right? You had to, you know, you had to trust, like, say like it was like 100 years ago and you got the newspaper, right? And you had to, you trusted that the newspaper was straight, right? They had the facts, right? They were reporting. Uh, and if you read it, you're like, oh, did you hear that the mine down in Cedarville, Kentucky blew up? Oh, my goodness. You know, something like that. And uh, so you trusted that that information was accurate and 100%. Unless, you know, money and power and ego comes into play and people get in there and they have uh, some kind of thing they want to push to tell you something because they don't think it's right and they want to fuck it up for everybody else. Yeah. YouTube's doing that right now. YouTube's slowly kind of just cutting away all the truth people. You know, they change stuff. See, I've been on YouTube for uh, five years. I've had a channel. I've made a lot of videos. I've done all kinds of stuff on there. I never really made a lot of money. Like, at most, I think I made like 74 Like when I was making money, it was barely just starting to take off. But then they took away all that shit. Now, I mean, they do that on purpose. Think about this. If you're doing something with an incentive to get paid and all of a sudden you're doing really well, then they just take it away. What does that do to a person's pride, right? It makes them kind of defeated. It makes them go, well, why am I even going to invest my time into this if I'm not going to get something out of it? Which is very clever and very true. <clears throat> but if you have a passion for this stuff and you just keep going, I believe that one way or another it's going to work for you, not against you. So just remember that and keep trucking. That's why I still do this stuff. And I think YouTube, as far as a lot of things, they're, they're just trying to knock down people. I mean, eventually, I'm sure one of my videos get flagged for the, uh, you know, something. And they'll be like, oh, you can't do that. And then my channel will be gone. But luckily, you know, I've uploaded all my stuff. I've got it all. So it's fine. I don't care. It's like you can't erase stuff that I did. You know what I mean? I'm me. I know I did it. But that's okay. I, I suggest that people just start doing their own websites again. If you want to have, if you want stuff to continue, you need to have your own website. Like go back to old school internet. Be like, you know, blowitoutyourass.com. Just go and then just there. If that's where you want this stuff, people will go. And you just have to go back to old school like marketing. Like here's my car. Go to my website. And if people who really want to, they will. And and word of mouth stuff, man. I mean, this shit's always worked before. You know, whatever, you know, sometimes it was pushed by the gatekeepers of media and all that stuff. But sometimes people, it got past that too because people like what they like, you know. And they will always, people will always share what they like unless they're under mind control bullshit. You know, the and they are trained to think like that's normal. Which is why we got to help people, you know, with truth and honesty, I believe. Because... If you just, you know, let them run amok, you know, they don't know what they're doing. Not wrong in a sense, but they're just unaware, you know. They're unaware of what they're doing, their behaviors, what they're saying is not true or it's nonsense or it's just uh, delusional. And you have to kind of mentor and guide people into back onto the path a little bit. And the best way I found to do that is just drop truth here and there, you know, plant seeds and eventually it'll grow. Or a dozen. These people just go crazy and fucking die. 
you know, that's why I wonder why suicide and antidepressant medication prescriptions are on the rise and have been for quite some time. I wonder. Hmm. But the pros and cons of information on the internet are pretty obvious, right? Like, you can go on the internet literally, or not even on like a computer. And Everybody now has just got the internet in their pocket, right? You got yourself a little smartphone. So you can look up anything you need to at that point in time. But assuming that that is accurate information when you Google it, because we all use Google, right? Because that's the one source of searching for info, right? So you hope that when everything pops up, that's the correct answer. Now, depending on what you're looking up, you know, I need directions to this place. Yeah, the directions are there. They'll give you the directions to that place. That is true. But when it comes to something a little bit deeper, like what did Marcus Aurelius' meditations really say? Or is this an interpretation in a new book? You know, this guy put it into his own words, but that's not the exact words that we had. See, stuff like that. I've been noticing that I've been trying to, you know, people's interpretations of books, they put it into their words per se, but it's not the original words. I, I get that because I interpret things and I reiterate those things based on how I, uh, take them into my mind and then I just talk about them how I understand them but I feel like it's dangerous sometimes because either you can be adding information that isn't there or you think it's there because that's how you perceive it or you could be taking away vital information and I've noticed this about books that have been published within the last 30 years especially books that are are way older you know centuries thousands years old and then they've uh been uh, you know reprinted uh, this is the modern edition and people get all excited because they're like well it's in modern day language I go I don't know I've read some passages and compared each section note to note sometimes and they are vastly different you can be it's not relaying the same message is my point so be very careful of that be very careful that new copywritten books that are recent or within the last 20-30 years even, maybe even a little bit longer be weary because sometimes I feel like they didn't, like, go for the old books, something pre-1900, you know, if you can find it, and you can get a hold of it, then by all means, do that, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> anyway, uh, so back to the origins of books, like, I, I've been noticing that, like, the modern language of books sometimes is either adding words, I know what they're trying to, like, the intention there is to put it into language that people can understand, but I feel like sometimes you got to be careful with that. And I just kind of look into it a little bit quicker. Are you taking away vital information? Or are you trying to add in information that's not there that might skew from what the message is actually trying to say? See, look into it that way. That's how I do it. Dissect that shit. Be very careful with books that are like that. I've just, I've just noticed it. I mean, even like regular books. Like I have Audible, right? And uh, the way I read books is I get the Audible book and the actual book, and I like to follow along because, for me, the information gets retained a lot better if I'm following along with somebody talking with it in the background. So if I'm just reading by myself, it's hard for me to focus. But if I got the Audible on and I'm following along, it just sinks in better for me, and I highlight stuff all the time. I could just comprehend what I'm reading much better. So... I've gotten some books, and like when I'm in the middle of the Audible book, the Audible book, oh god, excuse me, and uh, the actual book are not lining up. It like either skips over a whole part, or leaves a whole part, or goes back and forth. Like it's kind of odd to me that it's not just read directly from the book, right? 
And then people tell me, oh, there's probably a reason for that, man. You know, there's there's a reason they do that. I go, I don't know. Like, I'm reading Doug Stanhope's book, and it's following along to a point. But then when you listen to the Audible book, that goes off to a whole different tangent on the Audible book, which is like a bonus. So you might actually be getting more from that. Now, that's not a good example because that's not like philosophies and ways of life. But I'm just pointing out something I've noticed. They're not exactly the same. Yeah, I'm reading uh, Christmas Carol because I thought it'd be fun to read for the holiday. And I got Patrick Stewart's Audible version because Patrick Stewart's fucking amazing. And I thought it'd be great. And he played Scrooge once uh, in a Christmas Carol like 20 years ago. And I thought it'd be fun to read a Christmas Carol and, uh, you know, just go that route. And it was. It's pretty cool. And, uh, I don't know, but it's still different. Like, the words don't match up and then, like, it's skipping a paragraph here and it's not the same print and... Now, is it all Charles Dickens books, or is it all that, or is it the Mandela effect? I don't know. But just watch out for that, especially if you're trying to read real information that's supposed to be truth and all that. Because received opinions, man, fucking, that's what fucks you up. And we're all guilty of this. When I was younger, stupid, I just, everything everybody told me, I was like, oh, that must be real and true. And then it turns out, uh, no. No, it wasn't. Just Lily. Just Lily. Ah, tried to do a podcast and now it's the dogs before it was a cat. Um, received opinions. So, you know, as younger, I heard everything. Like, like I said earlier about the, uh, you know, you heard the, like, the Bloody Mary thing and you thought that was real and then it's not real and then you try, you know, just a bunch of shit. But that's like superstitious nonsense. I understand that, but... Uh, did you know that every time if you slap your back, your eyes go crossed and all this, and you hear all this and you get scared. And I've realized that a lot of information is relayed to you out of fear. Meaning, if you get scared by something, you either won't, you know, it, it controls you. Because you can get somebody scared, you you can, can control a person, but you can have to be without fear. Know that most of this stuff is nonsense. And the truth is out there. It's not even out there. I believe the truth lies within you. And you have to unlock that every single day. And how you do that is really on you. Um, By really doing an honest soul searching with yourself. And having these honest conversations about your motives, your your day to day. um, Being just honest with other people. Like all this will kind of let you see the bullshit, especially when you hear something that's just like, oh, you know, for example, it's it's like all the diets and food things that people have, like right now, everybody's like either vegan or keto, right, meat or vegetable, it's like, it's almost like they're picking teams with food, okay, and my, my belief on this has always been the same and very consistent, it's just eat meat, fruit, and vegetables, you'll be fine, fuck all these fads and diets, you know, 20 years ago was the Atkins diet, which is just kind of like the keto diet. Dude, it's all bullshit. Just know that everywhere around the world, people eat differently. It's like the Western American fucking mentality of what we should eat. People eat bugs in certain areas. Some people only have fat foods. Some people only have carbohydrates. You know, not everybody eats the same shit across the board. 
But everybody, you know, as soon as they find this, it's like most people. They read something, they figure it out, and then they do it for like a day, and it's like starts to work for them. They're like, oh, my God, let me tell you what I'm doing. I've only been doing it for about 45 minutes, but I'm going to tell you what works for me. <laughs> did you know that yesterday I started keto, man? It was like totally awesome. Okay, so what I did was like, I, okay, yesterday I just ate a steak, right? And after yesterday, I felt so fucking good. I felt great because I had a steak yesterday and eggs man eggs one day totally changed one day been so fucking different one 24 hour day changed my life bro i am so much better sleep i got so much sleep last night one day have you been consistent for like i don't know maybe one year maybe two years or anything like that that is you know just constant regimen to really gauge um if it's truly working or not or maybe it's just that placebo effect of the one day you told yourself you're getting it and you got really excited no man i'm telling you one fucking day 24 hours felt good ate a steak eggs all that shit sleep great energy galore jill been doing this since yesterday totally man changed my life (laughs) Uh, see that's the kind of shit you have to watch out for i don't listen to nonsense people i want to talk to somebody who's been consistently doing something for a period of time, who use themselves as a human science experiment, and then relay that information. I don't give a fuck about the science or the books. I want to talk to individuals and what they do. You know, It'd be like talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger about uh, workout routines and what to eat, and then you look at him and be like, you're stupid, Arnold. You need to go and get this shit. And he's been doing it for like 60 years. And, and you're, you know, you but you want to question that. And even he, in his, you know, I've seen those, are, he's more vegan. Too. He's like, yeah, I find that you can get, the, I find that you can get the protein from the uh, the other stuff too. We don't always have to eat the good meats. Uh, there's lots of protein and vegetables too. And it's like, shut up, Arnold. Like, you got famous from eating cow, you fucking bastard. Now you're trying to tell me it's about the veggies. <laughs> or he's just getting old. I mean, man's like fucking 70. It's like, you can't. He can't rock it like he used to. I mean, age is catching up. And I think it's like too much working out. Can you tell? He's like slowing. Like he's still in good shape at 70, right? But that amount of stress on the body wears you out. I am convinced that it wears you out. Rather than somebody who, you know, did like moderate exercise their whole life and they made it to like 90, 100 years old without any serious problems. But I always feel like these fucking hardcore... People, they crash after, like, 70. Just, they just take a nosedive, like, oh, my skin, so everything's it. Because you were, your body was tight for 70 years. See, there's not enough information to really go on this. That's my point. It's like, everybody, oh, I'm convinced that it's all this. It's like, dude, there's just not enough information. You know? Just not enough information, and everybody gets this new information, and they just think it's fucking, you know, that's, re- that's it. This is the thing. And you know what those are, folks? Distractions. Distractions from the truth. I've been reading uh, Marcus Aurelius' Meditations. Really good book so far. And it starts off in the first book about debts and lessons. And he lists all these people in his life. And he he gives a brief little um, couple sentences, a paragraph about what this person influenced in his life. And how he pretty much owes them a thanks. You know, it's like a gratitude He's like, thank you to so-and-so for always being this way and that. You know, it's 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 really beautiful. And uh, actually, to see that, 
gives me a motivation to think about the people and all the other different people I've learned from in my life, you know. Uh, people you learn from. Not like all these, I read the Keto Magazine and I'm an expert. You're fucking loser. <laughs> God. Oh, come on. You know, when I was a kid 30 years ago, they said the food pyramid was, you, it's all, okay. The first step to anybody who's really trying to get out of the nonsense bubble is admit that everything you know is wrong. Everything. It's just fucking wrong. Start fresh, okay? Start with yourself and just know that you're wrong, okay? And then you, you can go from there. Know that you've been lied to. Find some truth. Experiment with yourself, you know? It's like uh, about a year and a half ago, you know, I just started doing light exercise and I was consistent every day for like 30 minutes lifting small weights and I ate like a steak almost every day for six, seven months straight. And I had such a significant change in my eating regimen, you know? And this wasn't like, oh, keto. It's like, no, I just feel like, what would I eat if I was like a primal being? Meat, fruit, and vegetables, right? So I had steak, fucking, I barely had carbs, but it leaned me out and got muscle, but I realized that I still need some higher carbs, so I eat my potatoes. You know, I played around with this stuff. Now if I have too much sugary shit, you know, I feel like dog crap. And it also fucks with me mentally. But this is me. I ha- I've had a f- I had several years of playing around with different stuff with myself. Not diet, which I hate, but just exercise, mind stuff, uh, spirituality, and just fucking uh, eating. You know. And I find a lot of uh, your mental state of mind could come from your food. Like no processed shit, meat, fruit, and vegetables. You'll be fine. I got a portion out one... F- See, you're thinking too much when you start getting into like portions and weighing stuff. That's ridiculous. It's retarded. And you need to stop because you're fucking your brain up. You are. You poor people out there who are suffering from eating disorders and whatever. It's bullshit. You've been programmed in your mind a whole lot of nonsense and you have to unprogram that shit. And it starts a day at a time with some truth and some honesty. <laughs> And uh, that's that. But the science and the information and the thesis paper that was stated, I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) You never know that. It's like, I don't care. But what I do care about is somebody who's been willing to take their time to devote towards truth and reality that isn't like some mogul, multi-million dollar person who was already famous that just got bored and wrote a book. You know what I mean? Like the Rachel Hollises and the Joel Olsteins and shit. They were already rich. They didn't come from fucking nothing. I don't trust people that don't come from nothing because they don't know any other way other than, well, you can write a book that's inspiring. And they're like, well, but you bet, Matt, you can learn from everybody. I'm like, not when you don't know the other side, man. You truly don't know people till you know the other side. You know, that's the story of the Buddha. The Buddha was a prince, and I'm paraphrasing and I suck, but he pretty much was like, fuck this, I'm going to go live amongst the people. And he did, and he had a really shitty time. (laughs) But he had to go do it, because the prince life just wasn't cutting it for it. Look into it, look into it for yourself. See, again, I'm really bad at relaying certain things in my mind, like stories that I know. Read the story for yourself. It's very fascinating. And then you can come up with your own fucking conclusions. 
episode 100 of the podcast, guys. How we going? How we doing? We all right? Good, 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 good. So remember, <coughs> there's good. In- <coughs> oh God, <coughs> fucking shit. There's good information out there. There's bad information out there. And you need to weed between the bullshit, okay? And it starts with the source, you. Okay, you want to know how to get to truth and honesty? Be honest with yourself, okay? Know that you don't have all the answers. Know that when you eat something shitty, you feel shitty. Know this about yourself. Become aware. Awareness is key. If you're aware of it and you start working on yourself, you start from the inside out, the rest of the shit in the world, it all kind of falls into a better light for you. Okay. Your life is going to be pretty good. Now, the world may not be on board and changing and doing all this other shit, but you, sir, will have insight, and you will use that wisdom, and it'll help guide you. Trust me on this. I've been practicing it now for a while, and it's, it's it gets easier and easier. Most people aren't willing because, you know, we live in this just uh, desired-filled society of uh, get some likes, jerk off all day, and everything's good. But that's not the reality of the situation, you know? You have to take upon yourself. And, you know, people say, well, you'd be an individualist, but then join a group. It's like, just know thyself, right? If you know yourself, the truth comes out. You get back on the path. The rest of this world is pretty easy to navigate. You have a good time. You can do things. You can have fun. You can see the light in people's eyes, the universe through others. It's beautiful. But if you go into it with, a, I got to do this because of that. Nope, 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 nope. I believe you will fall. You'll be miserable. You'll become a drug addict, an alcoholic, or at least you'll just be a shitty person one way or another, especially in this Western world. It's not working anymore. The tide's turning. That's good. We're going back. Not going back, but like we tried to be like, let's make it easier for everybody. And that doesn't work. You, it, by not earning something, it, it really fucks with people's mental states, you know? Because they know it. Like, even if they're, they're an entitled cunt, you know, and they and they get everything they want, they know deep down in their fucking soul they don't deserve it. They didn't earn this shit. They think because they exist, they should get it. And, then you know, so giving people stuff without... Uh, working for it or earning it really fucks with people in the long term. I think. <clears throat> you gotta earn your fucking shit. And even if you, after you earn it and you realize you get it, you don't even want it. That's how this materialistic world works. And for, I know from experience for myself that it doesn't really matter much. So just be honest with yourself. Take care of your own health. Live life. You're gonna have a lot of fun. A lot of good stuff. I need to get a. I need to take. I gotta. I put my 401k. Shut up. Money's not real, folks. Just remember that too. See, start there. You want to start with an honest truth. Money is not real. Oh, that's bullshit, man. I've got a fifty-dollar bill in my wallet right now. Well, good for you. You have a piece of paper in your wallet, but it literally is worth nothing. Okay. There's a reason we say it's not worth the paper it's printed on, which is true. It's called evil hides in plain sight, you fucking morons. <laughs> Jesus. You think people say that because it's a joke? It's because it's true. It's literally worth nothing, but we agree that it is, and it's backed by nothing. 
Okay. So when you know money is literally nothing, you don't need to fear it. And if you don't fear it, it won't be a burden to you. And you won't worry. So you won't miss out on the now. And the future, when it becomes the now, will be quite enjoyable. You'll get to where you need to be because you're in today. It works. You just have to constantly practice being in the now no matter where you're at all the time. Find your mind trailing off. You're thinking of a million things. You're thinking of five years. Be in the now. You'll be fine. And uh, always in the now, man. The shit comes, and it comes because you don't even want it to come, and you can care less. Like, for me, I could care less about a lot of stuff anymore, and now it's here, and I'm like, I'm, I am with an attitude of gratitude, though. I am grateful for this shit. I really am. But it's because I am not striving for it anymore as, as I get it. It wasn't my end goal. Like, yeah, I want a nice big old... I just don't care. I just like enjoying people, helping people where I can, spending time with family and friends. And that's all I really love to do. I've got my little quirks and hobbies and dumb shit. And, um, and I still do that. But it's because I've, I've, I've taken a lot of years to weed through nonsense and find uh, truth and really get to know me. Know thyself. And I don't lie to myself. And everybody always argues with me. Well, your way is not the only way, Matt. And I'm like, that's not what I ever said. See, if you want to ever argue with people, here's a really good suggestion. When people say shit like that, like, your way is not that, and I didn't say that. Always stick to your words. Let people know that isn't what I said. That's how you interpret this. And because people interpret that, that's their problem. They're not hearing the true message that is being said, okay? I never said my way of doing anything is the fucking right or wrong way. I just suggest, like with the food thing, meat, fruit, and vegetables. It's pretty obvious to me, though, when shit just grows and is there that you should just be eating it. You don't need to concoct some kind of weird thing or uh, portion it out. And it all depends on where you live, too. I never said my way is the way to live, folks. But when people have that argument, this is what you do. You just go, I didn't say that. You said that. That's on you. What that does is literally turns the argument onto the person there because whatever you're telling them, they are interpreting that's really pissing them off because it's going against something in their selfish desire that they want, that they know you make sense about, but are having a hard time coming to the reality of that because they're lying to themselves about a lot of other things. It's not about, oh, you're all, I never said my way. Did I say start a podcast and start talking to the world for nothing? Did I say all you need to do is uh, fucking, you know, give up everything in your life? No, let's tell you what I do. What's worked for me. Based on a life of living on material uh, wants and desires, sex, all that shit. And I've been on that side and back. I've been full circle, guys. So I'm just talking about my experience. You know, I'm talking about a person who's lived on that side, not a person who was born into to wealth and just, oh, it's all they know. That's a person born from a regular middle class, working class family uh, where we had everything we needed. Maybe we didn't get everything we wanted, but even when I got what I wanted, it was always wanted more. So I know all about the materialism. So I speak on experience. If anybody ever says your way, they try to turn it on you, then you just turn it back on them and go, I never said that. You know, 
Be careful with your words. Use your words wisely and when you talk. And trust me, when you just speak truth and honesty, you don't have to worry about what you said because it'll just come out. And these people who get all pissy about, your way is not the only way, man. I never fucking said it was. Same could be said for the Christian person's like, I'm a Christian and it is the way. And you're like, uh, no. I'm like, it's only that way because you grew up in Christianity. You didn't grow up in Hinduism. Had you been born in India, you might be thinking differently. That's okay. Hi. So, it's stuff like that where you have to just, you know, tell people, just be honest, know the truth, things will be fine. (coughs) But, I'm going to get out of here because I feel like crap. So, if you're on YouTube, just remember to uh, get your own website, start that way, do it yourself. Don't rely on these platforms to uh, give you anything, because they'll just take it away. Ow, fuck! (laughs) Like my knee that just (laughs) hit the desk. Oh, man. Okay. Don't take yourself too seriously. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines.